Well, this may not come as a huge surprise, but you know what a lot of people are going to be doing in 2023, at least according to a new Robert Half survey? Looking for a new job. Half of their 1,100 respondents are currently looking or plan to look for a new role in the first half of 2023. That's up from 31% six months ago. So a 19% jump. That means half of those who responded, 650 or 550 people rather. Yeah, my good math. 550 people of the 1,100 are either going to or are already looking for a new job. It seems incredible because we're reading about economic slowdowns, cutbacks, layoffs in the tech industry, which is usually where a lot of the more uh, confident workers come from. Um, but unemployment ro- unemployment rates are still really low. Obviously, the job market is still very tight. So a lot of people out there think, well, you know, there could be something better for me out there. There's some real trends in here too. Nearly 30% of professionals say they're looking at full-time contract work. So giving up the security of full-time for something that offers potentially more flexibility. And uh, returning to a previous employer was also a consideration for about 40% of people surveyed, willing to go back to a former company if given a salary equal or higher than their current pay. A reminder, the grass is not always greener on the other side. So what is driving all this? Joining me now is David Bolden. He's Regional Director at Robert Half. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Ben. It's great to be here. So, I mean, we talked a lot in the past little while about some storm clouds on the horizon uh, economy-wise in 2023, but Canadian professionals seem like a pretty optimistic bunch heading into the new year. How is that manifesting itself? I think we've we've seen a lot of positive trends coming through the end of 2022, and that's been carried forward into 2023. We did a survey recently, and we um, we surveyed over a thousand workers across Canada, and the uh, the outcome of that was 50% of the people that we spoke to were either looking for a new job for the new year or planning to start looking for a new role in the first half of 2023. So that's just given us great confidence that the the employment market is heading in the in the right direction. We did a similar survey six months ago and that number was at 31%. So to see the increase and the general positivity coming from the Canadian workforce is uh, is a great thing to hear. I suppose it's not so positive if, you, if you're an employer, though, right? And 50% of uh, professionals are looking to uh, to switch. What do you, What is behind it? What is it that they're looking for? Well, it's tough to say because I think on the one hand, it might not be good news if you have a, a staff member leaving. But on the other, it is a great way potentially you can attract new talent into your business. So for some companies out there, it'll be great for them to bring in fresh ideas, fresh way of doing things. And, and others, it, it could be a chance to maybe reshuffle what they've got in their organization. But... There's a number of factors that have driven this. We, we, we asked the, the individuals on this survey what was their driving force, and the number one response was a higher salary. We've obviously seen the cost of living increase over the last year quite dramatically, and higher salary has been a, a huge factor in people looking for jobs. And then secondary to that, it's things like better benefits, it's better maybe career advancement opportunities, or just more flexibility in when and where they can work. I, I gather we're seeing certain segments of the workforce uh, are more prone to wanting to move than others. And that's uh, true of, I guess, younger workers as well as, as tech workers. Uh, who, who else is who, who is in there? Who is really what group is really looking to move? Spot on. So the, the Gen Z's and the millennials are the, the generation that is more likely to make a career move and, and tech professionals, as you mentioned. But one of the big things that I thought was interesting coming out of the survey is that 
the majority of people that responded to this survey, 61% in fact, have been with their company between two to four years. And I think that just gives a real good indication of maybe if you are looking at your own workforce and you are thinking potentially there's the opportunity that people may leave, that might be the area that I look at first to see what can I do from a retention perspective? How can I engage with these professionals to make sure those that I have working for me that I don't want to leave um, are truly engaged and, and are happy in their career? When also working parents, I gather, is one of the groups looking to make a move. I would imagine that has a lot to do with flexibility. Spot on. We, we saw a significant number of working parents that were uh, considering looking for new jobs. And I think flexibility has been a, a huge factor on that. We've seen a lot of organizations that maybe through the pandemic suggested they were going to stay very hybrid or, or remote in their working schedules that are now asking for people to come back into into the office. And if you're a working parent like myself, something like that flexibility to work from home is super important. Or maybe it's window working or just have the flex having the flexibility that if you've got to do the daycare run or you, you have a, a sick child that's that's home from school, that you've got the ability and flexibility to take care of them. One of the things I gather is sticking with the idea of flexibility that is becoming a lot more popular. I know this from a recent experience outside of journalism where contract work was uh was in heavy demand from the organization I was working for. I, I guess contract work is becoming more po- more popular and at least a more viable option for a lot of people out there. Yeah, we, we, we weren't surprised maybe by these surveys as we've seen maybe the number of contracting people increase over the last few years and nearly 30% of workers are considering quitting their job to pursue full-time contracting. And I think this all comes back down to the flexibility piece we spoke about. When you're in that full-time job, you do have certain restrictions around when and where you can work and and what your deliverables are. But if you move into the role of a contractor, you become a bit more of your own boss. And I think people have really enjoyed some of the freedom they've had with that over the last um, couple of years. It also goes some way to kind of reinforce that positivity in the market where people feel confident that there is work out there for them as a contractor, because historically people may not have left the security of full-time employment if they didn't feel like there was something out there for them to keep them fully engaged. And um, if there's a number of people that are confident going into contracting, it gives you an idea that they must have a positive feel about what's available in the market from an employment perspective. Another aspect of your survey that was interesting was what is driving people out of jobs, because clearly there are things that uh, will lure people to other kinds of work, whether it be contract or other full-time positions. But you also looked into what it was that was driving employees out of their existing roles. And it was interesting that uh, unclear, unreasonable job responsibilities was cited by more than half of those who are are losing interest in their work. It's an interesting one to be so high, I think. Absolutely. And again, I think it comes down to the challenges we've faced maybe with that hybrid working where it could be that historically your manager was sat next to you and that gave you direct feedback instant feedback on things that you were doing well or things that maybe needed to improve maybe there was tasks that needed achieving in a real quick time frame that they could judge how busy you were or could just put onto your plate if necessary very quickly now people are working remote we don't have that same instantaneous touch points as we used to do. So that sometimes leads to unclear unclear directions because you get an email of something to do or you get a a quick um, instant messaging note of what your objective is for the day when historically it was maybe a little bit easier to communicate some of those um, tasks when someone was sat directly next to you. And the communication piece of that uh, was almost equally as important to those uh, who cited dissatisfaction with their current position. I imagine those are two Ps in the same pod, so to speak. 
Very much so. And I think that that line manager relationship now is a bit harder for both the manager and the reports. You could kind of get a bit of a feel for someone based on how they walked into the office one day. Whereas now, if you don't speak to them every single day or on a frequent basis, it's a little bit harder to judge. So yeah, there can be a breakdown of communication there and that can be from the manager or it can be from the employee. David, I know that when people think about moving, it's it's one thing to think about it. It's another thing to actually do it. Uh, what sort of advice do you have for those who are considering 2023 for a, for either a career change or at least a job change? You've nailed it there, Ben. It's one thing to think about it. It's another thing to actually do it. And my advice to anybody who's thinking about doing a career change is to just truly understand the reasons why. Our recent surveys have always shown or often shown that compensation is a factor for that. And I say that anybody that is looking to change jobs purely driven by compensation should have a conversation internally first. It's have that conversation with your manager, with the uh, the company that you work for to see if they can offer you something on that front. Because whilst that can sometimes be a bit of a tricky conversation to navigate, it may be that if you go to your, your, your manager with justification for why you'd like a salary increase, a definitive outline of what you'd like that salary increase to be, they may be able to find it for you. And that is a lot easier sometimes than going through the whole process of, of looking for a job elsewhere. So I always say anyone that's looking for a job, truly understand why your changes. Is it job? Is it flexibility? Is it commute? Can any of those things be changed in your current job first? that will keep you happy because that will be a lot easier than going through maybe numerous interviews, the application process, the time investment of finding a new job. Yeah, and it's always um, I mean, one of the things about quitting, of course, is you is you never know if the grass is greener on the other side, right? So it is a uh, you do have to go through a fair amount of uh, of soul searching to figure out whether it's the right move. You talked in the last uh, segment about contract work that too can be a bit of a leap into the unknown because what seems like the kind of flexibility you would want to have uh, when you have a full time job and the security of that uh, could be a very different beast once you get into full time contract work. Yeah, I think the thing with contract work is you have to be comfortable with A, knowing that everything is going to be new each time you start a new contract. And you've got to be comfortable with learning new employees' names, new systems, new ways of doing things. But then you also need to be comfortable with maybe not getting a job straight away. You have to ask yourself, how would you feel if moving from contract to contract or project to project took slightly longer than you thought? Would you be comfortable with that? Some people, it's great. Gives them a chance to unwind, have more vacation, spend time on other projects. Other people, it's quite unnerving. So the grass, as you say, may be greener, but but for me, the grass is always greener where you water it and, and think about where you want that to be. It's still going back to that original survey number, though, the, the jump from 31 to 50%, the idea that 50% of professionals surveyed out there either looking or about to start looking for new work, it, it does strike me as pretty astounding. What can managers or employers do to try to recognize those signs, and they must be out there, and also to try and retain the talent they have? Because, of course, training talent, hiring and training is a huge cost and losing employees is, you know, can be a real, real devastating blow. The worst thing a manager can do is bury their head in the sand. And just like having a conversation with an employee, um, with your manager about asking for salary raises can be difficult. It's the same sometimes breaching conversations with your employers, employees, because you might be afraid of what that answer might actually be. So, the biggest advice I have to managers is open that dialogue and keep that dialogue open. Because if you don't ask people, how are they enjoying their job? What do they enjoy about it? How do they want to see their career evolving? You'll never know. 
because chances are people won't tell you as proactively as you'd like. So as a manager, I always encourage people to have open and honest conversations frequently with their team and try to act upon any of the feedback that you get from those conversations. So looking ahead to 2023, it feels like a lot of what we saw in terms of trends in 2022 will simply continue that people that uh, employers still feel or employees rather still feel uh, pretty emboldened about what's out there for them if they feel like it's time for a change. Yeah, I agree. And I think that the big thing here is how can companies be thinking outside of the box, maybe to offer something different where we've seen organizations to hire um, organizations have struggled the most to hire is when they've been asking for people in the office five days a week. Obviously, there's certain industries and there's certain companies that require you to be in the office five days a week. But I would encourage any company out there to think about how can we offer some form of flexibility, some form of hybrid or window working or something to show flexibility. And that will certainly help. But then it's also being creative in things that you can offer people. So if you can't offer higher salaries, can you offer more vacation? Can you offer study allowance? Can you offer something that's a little bit different that will keep an employee engaged and retain them for a longer period of time? David Bolton, we'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks very much. It's been an absolute pleasure.